This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno. Did a little something different with your name that time. It was a, there was a sinister twist, I feel like. Oh. Christopher Hine. Like a little yeah, I'm feeling my dark side. <laughs> Get, I'm becoming dark sided. We should have an episode that's like the dark side. Oh, yeah, like, like the, the, the the bizarro world. Like, you know, yeah. Oh. Like every episode <laughs> like of a TV show yeah. where like they have a sinister mustache. Yeah. Like they're the same right. person except the evil the attitude evil and a sinister right, right, mustache. Right. Yeah. The bizarro like, version. Like Data's evil brother. Yeah. Totally got to do that episode. Yeah. That's, that's a great yeah. idea. Look for it. Listen listen for this it. This is the, the meta episode. Coming up. I'll just, I'll just say all the shit that I want to say all the time, but think it's bad. And, and they'll be like, wait, Chris would never say that. Ha ha, I've tricked you. What does it say about us if the un, like the uncensored bad episode is, like, we, we swear in the regular episode, so how yeah. would it be? Yeah, we can't swear. No, we would be upstanding. Oh. Moral, oh, we are moral. the sinister episode. I see. <laughs> we are the bad, bad episode. And yeah, I see your So if we did right. uh, a yeah. episodes, that's good. Right, an alternate universe version, we would be like, Hello. So boring. We would be boring. Everything at Aikido is cheery. It's so <laughs> wonderful here. You, you, everyone knows everything they need to know about Aikido, and it's all done. Yeah, quit asking questions. Don't Go ask away. questions. <laughs> all right. Josh, we, like, let's get on with it. Guys. We do have an episode today, though. And, we do, and we do have an episode. To do, and, and a topic that we're going to talk about uh, that comes from a listener. Yes. Uh, so not just any listener. The listener. <laughs> this comes to as us. As we call it. From, yes, uh, we call him. <laughs> Literally, no one has ever said that. <laughs> the listener talked. <laughs> the listener. <laughs> That's like when you learn a new language and you don't know the difference between a and the, right. and you're just saying going around saying the listener said. I told you about my my Japanese girlfriend who every time she wanted something she would call me the Chris. I love it. The Chris. So the Chris, can we do this? And you're like, ah, a request is coming. Yes, yes, something you need. Yes, is on. I like that. I would like to be called the job. Well, at least you can brace yourself when you hear it coming, you know? Okay. (laughs) Okay, Let's do it. This comes to us from Jared Wilson of Marshall Thoughts Podcast. Uh, So thank you, and uh, you should go listen to his podcast. Absolutely. He's got a great podcast. If you don't already, go go do so. Pause right now and go start listening to his podcast. Huh. Interesting. Um, I I wouldn't go that far. Um, so he says, uh, uh, physical fitness and Aikido. If Aikido doesn't require physical strength, then does fitness matter? If so, are there certain exercises that specifically benefit uh, I'm the gonna Aikido say, practitioner? I'm going to say, after doing a sort of uh, very hard practice for a video we recently put out, in, after which I was exhausted, that yes, physical fitness is important. It just means your Aikido sucks, Josh. Your Aikido was better. I mean, maybe that's what made. Okay. <laughs> wow. Fair wow. Enough. Well, I'm just telling that's you what shot, I've heard for the last. Shots of the uh, heart. <laughs> if Josh was more fragile, that would uh, have uh, completely broken him. That may be. That that may be uh, fair. Josh is gonna go. No, home I think and this cry. is. I think this is a good one, and we we have talked about before. You know, the uh, old old fat Aikido dudes, and you know w- what that is. And I would think at least for the very least from a, a marketing perspective or from the perspective of like um, growing the art, keeping people interested, physical fitness is important, 
like just like from for a, the from an aesthetic purpose, the visibility, the, or the visibility visual, purpose. Yeah, having good looking, good looking, uh, having fit people, <laughs> <Freudians>. <laughs> handsome, chiseled jawed men. So look, uh, no, I won't go there. <laughs> but having people who are fit and and yes. represent themselves as physically capable and physically able is right. important. Now we've also talked about though the fact that. Um, in order, I mean, that the Aikido should be for everyone. And yes. so that does mean that um, everyone should be able to practice regardless. If you want to practice it at, at a high level, as with anything, the more physical, the more physical you are, the better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Anderson, that's a, this was Aikido Dis- <laughs> Discuss podcast. Um, thanks, thanks for, for listening, guys. <laughs> Summed it up. No, I mean... <laughs> If you can sum it up that quick. It's a, it's a, I mean, it is an issue, a hard thing to talk about because on one hand, I really, really firmly believe that Aikido should be for everyone, you know, for all shapes and sizes. And, you know, um, I saw recently on, on Reddit, there's always like periodically people ask questions like this, um, which is like, hey, is there anything, I'm going to start my first Aikido class, you know, tomorrow, is there anything I should do to prepare? I'm nervous, you know, what, like. Or I'm thinking about starting and is there, you know, should I get in some kind of certain shape before I start? Like that kind of question, yeah. you know, and, and um, that's an understandable thing to be like, oh, I don't know. Like, am I ready to, to step onto the mat? You know, and I really feel like 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 everyone should come as they are because that's the whole point is yeah. that it should be open to everyone. At the same time, however, the more physical ability you have, it, the more it helps you. Yeah. Well, and also gets back, I think maybe there's something in this question that just occurred to me, that maybe there's something in this question. Um, what what does he say, physical, physical? Does physical ability matter? And if not, then do we Because need to Aikido be kind of doesn't shape? rely on blah, blah, blah. I wonder if some of this is that the idea of strength. Because I, I, I feel like a lot of like strength is the thing that with martial arts that people are always want, you know, yeah. strength is the important thing strength and speed <clears throat> mm-hmm. and so it's like are those uh important in doing aikido um and that would be different i think than actual like being in shape or being physical because i think in aikido you know also you need to be flexible and you need to be um and that's a kind of different question to me than do you need to be strong right there's these different aspects of physical ability that may not be strength but yeah that are also important um i think chris and i were talking the other day and it's a really interesting little cycle i think that martial artists go through um because i think anybody that's ever thought about doing martial art martial arts understands that there is a fact about the world that is being more physically you know gifted or whatever being having better physicality is good for physical stuff you know so in conflict the stronger you are the faster you are whatever that is that's going to help you immensely and i think the kind of people that are attracted to martial arts are people that that understand that 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 fact about the world but that wants to find a way to even the scales so to speak they want to cheat it right yeah i mean we we all want to cheat it a little bit you know because we're not all born you know a super strong dude um, so, so then we kind of come 180 from that fact, which is a fact of the martial arts world, which is 
but martial arts can even those scales with skill. And so you kind of come from the idea that like, you know, the best physical person is going to generally dominate a situation to yes, but martial arts will help me out. And I think that there's another 180 and even maybe another 180 after that Mm -hmm. that needs to happen Mm -hmm. to understand Aikido, which is that yes, skill does drastically change those scales and martial arts will help us to gain that skill. But at the end of the day, skill versus great physicality, like at some point there is going to be a difference that is too big to overcome. And so once again, we have to come back around to that idea that physicality does matter for, like foremost. And I think some martial artists aren't willing to relook at that because they're like, but my Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I'm a black belt. And so no one can ever fuck with me. And it's like, well, up to a point, but... What about when there are two guys attacking you? Or what about, it, you know what I mean? I think it's funny with what you just said because, um, like, so we won't go with the two people attacking. And that, right. that's absolutely true. But, you know, it's funny because, like, um, I think someone who was a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu would be very aware of the fact that someone who's way larger than them is yeah. way more difficult to deal with, right. you know? Right. Um, whereas, like, someone who thinks about what it must be like to be a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt right, would maybe. say, um, oh, but you're a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, right. so size does not matter, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, I wonder to, hmm, man, as I'm thinking about this, my mind just keeps going like, because, you know, we always talk about that it, 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 some of this has to deal with like what level you are in, like for, you know, Aiki. If you are at the highest level of uh, Aiki, if you gain transcendence or whatever, <laughs> um, and, and, and you were able, Ooh, and, what is this transcendence? And you were able, Tell me more about that. And you were able to, um, you were able to pick up on intent instantly as it was happening, then, uh, yeah, you wouldn't need to be physical, right? Because you just would never be in a position, like if I had some mutant power where, like, you know, the minute someone wanted to do evil to me, I'd sense, I just would never be around them, right. so then it would never be a problem. Uh-huh. But we don't live in, in that world, and also, like, that. once you get to that level, then... What is there left to train or do, right? You know? Right. So, right. if you're looking at like train for training purposes and and knowing that we're all trying to get better at this thing, there is a certain amount of physicality that that comes into play. Yeah. You yes. know. I think there's three ways to look at this, um, and you know, it just all is what it is. So, if you are talking about physical struggle. Physicality is always going to be king, right? So, like, physicality is always going to be your number one. So, sure, you can learn skills and all kinds of things that will help, but you still, having the greatest amount of physicality is still always the best thing to have, you know? So, and that's if you're talking about physical struggle, um, which is what a lot of fighting arts are. You know, I believe the word fight and and struggle are synonymous, you know? Like, you can use them kind of interchangeably. So, that's totally true if you're talking about that. Now, then, the idea, and I think this is where Jared's coming from, if Aikido is a martial art that's about never struggling, then it's not so important, right? Like, in fact, you know, having super awareness, like Josh was saying, if you had a mutant power to have super awareness, then it's like, oh, you don't need physicality because you have this super awareness. So, like, in the way we espouse Aikido, then um, you don't need it. You don't need physicality, right? Okay, and then there's the third thing, which I think lies right in the middle, which is even if you have all of that stuff, and this is what Josh was alluding to in the beginning of the podcast, even if you have the ability to do that, you still have to physically enact it, 
right? right. So meaning right. I still have to physically remove myself. And, you know, right. Yoshiba, there's a quote that like, you know, if you, you have good Aikido, it should be no more difficult than opening a door, right. right? And so it's like when you look at that, it's like he's saying if you had the highest level of Aikido, only the amount of physicality to open a door is all you really need, you know? And and whether he's being, you know, absolutely literal in that, like open a door and get the fuck out of there, right, right. or whether Whatever. he's, right. you know, being metaphorical about it, who knows? Right. Um, but it works both ways, which is like you still have to have a certain amount of physicality. And so, you know, if you have three people running at you top speed uh, and see like Usain Bolt and, you know, like, you know, right, the, right, then right, it's like, right, well, right. you still have to have a certain amount of physicality, right? right? That like, mutant power to read intent does you no good right. if you can't apply that's right that that knowledge that you've gained that's well right. and, quickly and also the 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 it, it scales back and forth so if i don't have that top level if i have like a tier down then my physicality becomes more important because maybe yes. i might be able to enact something i couldn't otherwise that's right because you got i'm it. a little more physical that's right right that's right so that's right. It, it, physicality will help you uh enact the you know, other stuff. That, right, that right, we, yeah. right, right. And I mean, that's definitely why, you know, like someone, I heard a thing, um, I don't remember if it was Ellis Amber, someone was talking about, they had, they got to do judo with Mafune, right? So Mafune's judo badass, you know, you can see video of him doing judo at like 70 or something with like guys in their prime. And he's badass, you know, like he's super good. It was someone, I don't remember who it was in this interview, but they, they were saying that they had got to do judo with Mafune and they were in their 20s and Mafune, Mafune was like 70 something, you know? And they said that like for the first 30 seconds, Mafune was like, oh fuck, I'm in trouble. You know, like it's just like this motherfucker is going to fuck me up right now. And they said after they weathered the first 30 seconds, he just started to lose power. And so it became more and more like, like, oh, maybe I got a chance if I can drag this out long enough, you know? And that's how I feel a lot of times when I roll with a real athletic guy, you know, like, I'm definitely not the greatest grappler, but I'm a decent level grappler. And a lot of times if I'm grappling with a guy who uh, doesn't have much experience grappling but a lot of physicality, it's like if I can just ride this fucker out, right. he'll get tired, and then I can apply stuff right, to right, him more right. easily, yeah, you know? Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. – the beginning of it's me just kind of chilling out and letting me get tired so I can apply stuff. And so the same thing's true. Like the more physicality you have, the longer you can do that. Right. And so like, you know, skill – it's impossible to apply skill if there is no opening to apply the skill in, you right. know, skill is always the, the act of seeing an opening and taking an opening. And so if someone is physical enough, they, they can keep their openings closed. Now you go on long enough, there's going to become gaps in their physicality and more openings because of the gaps in their right. physicality. Mm -hmm. So the more physicality you have, the longer you can do it, you know? So it's, it's like a battery or something as well. Well, and we also have to understand that like, it, this is a, a physical thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not we're you know we're not doing this from you know our brain computer somewhere. You know, um, we are we are doing it in our bodies, interacting with other people on all levels, whether it's training or actually doing it. So, physicality <clears throat> exists. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. So. Absolutely. Maya was actually telling me earlier about a, a discussion she was having with her dad, and her dad was basically just saying that, like, you know, um, we live our lives in our minds, so really our minds are really all that matters, you know? And Maya's retort to that was, um, well, I could say the opposite, which is we're really just piles of meat, and our brain and our minds are just right. representations of these piles of meat, so... So really our body is all that matters, you know, and, and, and then when I heard it, I was like, I was like, oh, the truth is really in the in middle the of middle. that, you know, right. and it's like that, yes. that is where the truth lies, you know. That's, I was just going to say, I was yeah. thinking. Sorry the same if thing. I stole it. No, no, you're okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, does this apply here? It feels like it does. Yeah. 
Well, I totally I, yeah, because I would feel like, yeah, so even if I exist all up in my brain, like, uh, the rest of this is what keeps that safe. Right. So, like, of course I, I want that to be, you know. Yes. They have to work together, you right. know. And, right. and, and vice versa, like, I can't eat as awesome and fit as my body might be. If I don't have a brain there, it's, yes. I'm going to do something stupid like, you know, touch a hot stove or walk into traffic right. or whatever. Right. Know? So I think I think for the first part of that question, you know, does it does it even matter in Aikido? I think, you know, what we're saying is it's kind of like a set of sliders. The more physicality yes. you have, the worse your Aikido skill can be. And the better your Aikido skill is, the less physicality yeah. you have to right. have, right. you know. In um, that same conversation, uh, my sister was there as well. And she was, we were talking about that mind-body connection. And my sister was saying... Um, that for her, so she's been a very physical person throughout life, and and she is very. Um, she's a runner, a college athlete, right? You know, yeah, um, and so she's very like her body's very important to her, and she is a lot of her identity revolves around her body. And she was saying one of the things that she's learned is to kind of realize that her mind has as much value as her body does, and that and that you know aside of her out of outside of her corporeal form. She, her mind is also her that's identity. Good, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, and, and so, and it's funny because... I just had to point that out. <laughs> she was like kind of, you know, re, like kind of talking about her realization that her mind is as valuable as her body is, even apart from it completely. And I was saying, for me, it's the complete opposite right. that an important lesson that I've learned is that my body is inseparable from me, you know, and that my body is as much me as my mind is because I tend to go on the other end of, you know, being not as physical and so it's like balancing those two to realize whatever you tend towards if you think the body is too important you have to remember the mind is you know is there as well that you know there are other points of value aside from your body and i think for aikido people it tends towards well my mind is really the important part and you know as long as i have you know i can read intent or as long as i can do those things then my body's not as important but remembering that it's all completely intertwined and that you can't detangle your your body and your mind is like I think that's an important thing for people to realize you know and the physicality thing is a part of that it's like well yes ideally in Aikido you know you maybe don't even need much physicality and you can be whatever age or size or whatever but you know paying attention to your body and, and making it be the best that it can be and you know giving it its due and you know <laughs> respecting its worth is also like something that we need to do well, and I also think, especially for Aikido, physicality is important because um, depending on how you practice it, you're going to get hurt if you're not, if you if yeah. you don't understand the, the physicality of it. If you're not in really great shape and you're practicing, you know, depending on how you're practicing, there's a chance you're going to get hurt. You're going to yeah. do something bad to yourself, you um, know, because you can't handle it. The way we practice, you know, and this is one of the things I think is really advantageous about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu um, is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is like a slow, methodical practice for the most part. Not to say there aren't plenty of explosive things in there, but it's a practice that you're less likely to get crazy hurt in. Whereas a practice like Aikido, when you're doing it full speed, it's a practice you're highly likely to get hurt, you know, like at least a little bit, you know, like, you know, a lot of little injuries happen, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so it's like, you know, the, the better physical shape you're in, the more training you can do, thus the more skill you can acquire through the training. So, you know, having that physicality is important. So when you become old, you can be like, I'm old, but it's okay because I have a bunch of training. Right. There's a, you know, another quote by, uh, Yueshiba that was like, uh, um, 
this old man still has a lot of training to do, I think is what the quote is. And um, I, I, I totally sympathize with that as I get older because it's like I'm, I'm happy for the amount of training I've put in the bank. Right. But it's sometimes I'm like, you're running out of time. How much, uh, how much more time. hardcore right, right, training right. time will I get, you know, before yeah. it's just super injury prone, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally feel that, you know, you, you kind of have to do it. Um, and that's that line that we're walking right now. I feel like as a community is that we've because maybe we've been so um, open and, and it's been like, a, you know, a less physically demanding practice for in many dojos. It's been, you know, we just do forms and come in, whatever, you know, which has been amazing and welcoming. Um, at that same time, you're like losing some of the like young vibrancy. Yes. And like because classes probably you know because teachers are thoughtful and they go okay what what can this whole class do including the older people including the kids whatever like the practices tend towards less physical because it's like and i you know that even happens in our dojo it's like well we have a mix of people so we want to make sure that we can all practice they can all practice you know but at some point it's like if all of your classes are a very mixed demographic then you are not really working specifically on that that more high intensity level because you just can't you know and like i'm hesitant to say this because i don't want to you know like alienate anyone but at some point it's like you are losing that higher level intense practice piece if you are just working to that middle middle ground for people you know yeah yeah i have often thought about uh, breaking classes up in uh, um theory and technique and practice and application. So meaning mm-hmm, like yeah. a class that's just geared towards academic Aikido, like can you understand it and, and do it and perform it and know how it works academically? Um, and then a, a class that's like, we don't care if you know what that's called, just can you do it when you need to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I kind of think that that might be a nice way to practice because then it makes it so people can practice on either side, you know? So you could be a, a really young person, but just in terrible shape because you've never done anything physical. And so you need to grow, you know, or you could be an older person who's like, ah, I think maybe I still have some physicality left in me, but I don't want to just jump in like crazy. Right, and so I want to edge into it, you know, or you could be someone who's been athletic your whole life and you're starting to age out of it. And you're like, but I still want to be active. And so, you know, having the, the option to be able to do classes like that is, is kind of good, you know? So yeah. let's talk about, uh, the types of physicality that are more important so let's say you had to um put uh you know you had to rank these things because you only had a certain amount of time i can only go to the gym and work out my whatever uh Uh i don't know i'm just throwing this bench press squats right deadlift Uh, bro so what uh, so what are the things that you feel like are are most important to least important in terms of for aikido yeah so for physical things for aikido i'd say most important is mobility like that is number one right um and you know the things that go with that uh you know there's some flexibility and some explosiveness and stuff with that but mostly just can you move well when you need to correctly you know and quickly yeah can you call upon your body to do this thing in the moment Yes. And you move so, there. Yeah, and that's like a you know a combination of some coordination stuff, some plyometric stuff, some just basic footwork stuff. Um, and it's great because you do see that in the basic, you know, that's part of basic Aikido training for new people is coordination stuff. Absolutely. You know, those, you know, depending on what style it is, you know, little key test stuff is like, can you, are you coordinated? Can you align yourself? You know, can you roll basically? Like that's all that kind of right. mobility stuff. Right. Um 
and then I would put um, and I would put this just for the training aspect of it. I would put um, um, physical toughness. I don't know what to call this, like your constitution, kind of your your ability to take repeated actions. You know, like it becomes harder and harder. Nike, you know, endurance. Uh, yeah, kind of, of. But I don't mean endurance like the sense of like I have good cardio. I mean endurance of the sense that like I can fall forty times in a day and not be out for a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Um, and it's, it's like, you know, Constitution. Yeah. and yeah. so that's kind of why it's like, you know, it's really good if you can start Aikido when you're young because it's like you get a little more leeway there, you know, you can get beat around a little more. And I'm only saying that because not not because in the actual execution of the Aikido is it super important, but in the, in order to train to get right. to a level, it's really nice to have some. It gets rough sometimes. You take 30 or 40 balls yeah. and you're like, oh, then yeah. I get up and do it again. Then yeah. I get up. I remember, you know, Michael, when, when I used to make videos years ago, he was always my uke for it, and it was no big deal. We were all training all the time, and we had got together like, I don't know, this is maybe like four years ago, and uh, uh, I called him the next day, and he was like, man, I'm just fucking sore <laughs> everywhere. He's like, I don't take ukemi like that anymore, you know, so, <laughs> so it gets hard. Yeah, uh, and I mean, so are there specific, what would you say is, are, are like, the the regiment the program to to get where you need to be you mean like what kind of exercises yeah. and stuff you should do um so you had a smile like that's not where you're going but i'll take that um <laughs> no i mean that is actually where like yeah what? so i mean you know i think if i if i were took someone from from scratch where i would get them doing is i would work on coordination for things first right so i'd work on basic agility drills right so like ladder drills cone drills like Moving we, around, running we, we point run to point. We run little kids through all the yeah, little things. Yeah, exactly and right. It, and it's in some ways, like if you saw it, you would be like, they're just running around jumping on pads or whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's really good stuff. It's super good yeah. stuff, yeah. To, to be coordinated, to be able to have good balance, and, and like that's all part of moving. Like So that's the first thing I would say um, to start people on. Um, and then in that, I, I would start soon after working on um, flexibility because flexibility really enables you to be strong in – extreme areas of motion so and when you're moving a lot you're going to do that your arm's going to get left behind sometimes your legs are going to go further than you want them to you're going to take a step longer than you need to so having the flexibility to do that like it's something that i've worked on my entire life is like being flexible you know like you should be able to do a squat you should be able to open your hips up wide you should be able to your shoulders should go all the way back you know and and we all got limitations but that's what i would work on next is flexibility um and then after flexibility i would start working on plyometrics um so explosive power like how can i explode in something because being explosive seeing an opportunity and being able to explode into that opportunity is super important right. right whether that be to explode to get the fuck out of there or to hit someone in the face or whatever whatever the thing is you know so i'd work on plyometrics after and honestly the thing i would work on last is just strength right. you know like brute strength I, I find it not important for aikido because most of the time either you're going to be hitting them with a weapon which it doesn't take that much strength to destroy someone with a sharp thing um or to squeeze a trigger and right. blow a hole right. in someone you know like that doesn't take much strength um and and i'm not going to be forcing a lot of stuff and so you know if if we we're doing jujitsu i'd say oh strength is pretty important right. yeah, you yeah, know yeah. um and see i think that's kind of where the, the, his, the part of his question was growing you know like, I don't think he was necessarily really, and I could be wrong, but really saying, you know, that uh, physicality is not important. But I think pointing pointing out the type of physicality that is important. Right, right. Know? I also think it's insane, like, you know, Yoshiba definitely showed this stuff, although uh, 
it's it's really hard to talk about that old guy without getting into a lot of weird stuff. But but like <laughs> he definitely did show demonstrations of him able to like resist people pushing yeah, him and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, certainly did. I believe personally he was he was showing his ability to control minds instead of his ability, right. you know, like to be powerful. Yeah. Really. And, and he definitely, definitely told lots of stories about, you know, how strong he was in his youth, right. you know, that he was physically strong. Um, but I, I don't find that uh, to be that important in the system of Aikido. I mean, I think that the movement stuff is way more important and the ability to get out of the way and know what's going on is way more important. So, like, I think about this a lot. I don't know that much about, like, I don't know, sports and stuff. I don't know. Sports? I don't know no, much about, about sports. You got a ball? Or maybe you got some kind <laughs> of thing to catch it with? I'm know. a freaking nerd, okay? <laughs> um, no, but, like, um, I, like, sometimes, uh, like... Foot one and the there's the hard little one, then the real hard little one, mean, the real little little hard one. I, I like the big, weird, anyway, looking the, at people and trying one. to guess what sport they do based oh. on their their fitness yeah. of right, their right, body. Right, 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 right. You know, so going like, oh, that's clearly a weightlifter. That guy's you know? a swimmer. But that guy's that a swimmer, guy. right? That you know, that person is a gymnast. That They've guy got, you rides know. bikes. Right, exactly. Right, right. Um, because it, d- the different sports develop different parts of your body have you seen that like espn like um i i think i know they did it with women i think they did it with both women and men but they took olympic athletes um from different sports and they they lined them all next up next to each other and so it's like you got a volleyball players and basketball players on one end and you got like gymnast yeah oh yeah i'm showing you how tall they are (laughs) but but like it's so crazy to see because each one of these people is an amazing athlete right and their body types are so dramatically different different. That's cool. And so jockeys on the, the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> the Olympic jockeys. <laughs> We're horse racing. <laughs> Place your bets. <laughs> Who's getting the gold medal? It's, Josh- not, it's not in the Olympics. Huh? Josh always talks about how he's like, I could have been a jockey in another life. Pretty close. I think dressage and stuff actually yeah, is in the yeah, Olympics. Yeah. But um, sorry, Maya. <laughs> no, it's okay. So, like, what is the ideal Aikido oh. body? Like if you could, you know, say this is the kind of body type of a person who would be very um, I- ideal at uh-huh, doing uh-huh. Aikido. What what would that look like? Five foot tall, seventy two years old, uh, <laughs> nice Long beard, white beard, nice beard. <laughs> I had this joke um, back when uh, I was in high school and you know coming to the dojo more. I realized that all of the people, um, all the higher ranking students that had Hakama had good hair like you know you had a beard josh has got his curly hair you know there was a woman that you know had like long hair you know whatever and like everyone had either a cool beard or cool hair and i was just like well, i guess that's a requirement have cool hair around for here. being high ranking in aikido so i think that comes from the founder could anyway. be it could very well be go ahead um i don't know what it would be you know i think it would probably be a very medium person um you know um, yeah like you know a person who's probably you know around six foot or less than six foot, you know, um, and someone who's got a medium build that's athletic and capable and, you know, like that's, I don't know. I don't know what that person Like not be, overly muscled, but yeah. mobile. The more and- mobile someone could be. So, you know, some kind of, uh, I don't know. I think of it, I said six foot and I was like, oh, I guess that's tall. But I, I think of it as being like a, a, a running back's body in, in American football, you know, like, mm-hmm. and those guys are really yoked. You yeah, don't need yeah. to be that yoked. But, <laughs> but they basically running backs and quarterbacks do the same kind of stuff we do. You know, I've often said, you know, give me one of those guys for three months and I'll show you the best Aikido person on the planet. Um, because like they have all the root skills, like how to move and how to get out of the way of stuff and how to suppress and all the stuff you need. Nike strong and agile and not, um, overly 
muscled or powerful for what they are doing. Right, right, right. And with quarterbacks, the quarterbacks need to be tall because they need to be able to throw the ball over the, the heads yeah, of the line. Yeah. So so they tend to be very tall, at least six five or so kind of guys. But but running backs, um, they they have those they need those same kind of scrambling skills. And some of those guys are like five eight, you know, right. I mean not very tall guys, mm-hmm. but but they have the ability to move fast and, and they have that durability is the word I was looking for earlier. Oh, they have that yeah, kind of durability yeah, yeah, where they yeah. can get knocked down a lot. And so if you gave me a, a running back you know, like a, a college level running back. It's like, oh, we could make a badass Aikido guy out of that guy. Yeah, so incredibly you get a agile. High school level. Yeah, I've, I've tried the local high schools around here. I, I don't know if they think I'm a weirdo or what, but I've written letters. I've been like, oh, you know, I'm gonna teach them for free. Like, <laughs> that's that's where you're. Sort of he gets his uh, his pen and ink out and he sits down to <laughs> write a letter. Dear sir of athletic scholarliness, he, he send it. me your best running back. <laughs> his wax stamp. I will teach he... him the mystic ways of Aikido. <laughs> And the local coach is like, uh, so if anyone's interested, I, <laughs> there's a weird, I got, man. A weird, I got a weird scroll in the mail. I don't know. <laughs> so, so actually, so kind of moving back to, for regular people studying Aikido, if, uh, they were asking the question, well, what should, I've got maybe a couple extra nights per week, you know, that I could either spend doing more Aikido or I could spend doing some other kind of physical training to support my martial arts or I could do another more like what would you recommend to someone who has some a little bit of extra time should they train more Aikido should they do a specific kind of physical training to support their their Aikido maybe should they try another martial art that will develop them those skills as well yeah, well, what mean, would you recommend? Depending on what they want, I would say yes. Um, <laughs> of course. Any of I mean, yeah. you know, if your main goal is Aikido and you've got two extra nights a week, but get your ass to the dojo. Right. Well, I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, that's, a, you what know, if you're, loser are you? <laughs> yeah, if you're like, I have a weird two hours at three o'clock and there's no, there's no classes at the dojo, right. then, then my, I would say, you know, um, you want to be working on mobility stuff. That's number one, you know, and mm-hmm. so look up mobility and, and agility exercises and do those, you know, and, and like I said, American football, I've stolen a lot of stuff from American football because it is awesome. Like it requires you to move and make the kinds of decisions and like make judgments and movement patterns like like you need for Aikido. And so look up their drills. They're badass drills, you know. Do, should Aikido schools, classes, instructors, be spending more time uh, on physicality on even if it's just saying hey we need to be more physical or uh, it could be adding extra stuff into class or whatever do you feel like yeah so I, I think that there's a lot of awesome ideas that could happen in there so one thing about it is if you know if you're in a school um so like say you're doing jujitsu right and you're just you're just doing jujitsu right and I'm just rolling there's no objective there's no nothing then the practice itself is the thing you're doing. Now, if you're doing jujitsu and a tournament's coming up, then you will be highly encouraged to do lots of extra conditioning stuff. And the teacher will do extra conditioning. I know being in school where, hey, a tournament's coming up and, you know, half my guys are fighting in the tournament. Then um, then it's like, oh, we're doing a fuck ton more conditioning stuff. And the reason is because we're gearing our body up to be as ready as possible. We're making athletes. Right. Um, But but, you know, if you don't have something you're coming up for, then you're looking at just how do you live your daily life? being the, the size and, and physical yeah. capability you want There's to be. There's no specific you know? goal other than to be a well-rounded person or whatever. Right, right. And so to me, a lot of that is going to come just from doing the regular practice yeah. of Aikido. Um, and then, so, but I do think, and, and I heard this um, from uh, Leah Suzuki-sensei, 
um, from Santa Barbara. Um, she was somewhere down south. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was saying that um, uh, in order to get more young people into the dojo, she realized that the kids have to sweat. Like, if oh, a young yeah, person maybe. comes to a class and they don't sweat, they they don't like that. Right. Um, even if they, true, even if they yeah. think they like that, they don't like that. You right, know, it's right, like, right. and I think we all kind of go like, oh, I don't want to work out. I'm like, oh, score because I didn't have to go hard today. No mm. one wants to work yeah, out, man. but everyone wants needs to have it worked out. Ha- right? Yes, wants right. to have to work. That's exactly out. right. Yeah, I'll right. tell you what. Yeah, the best time if I'm not. The best classes are when at the end I'm a little bit sweaty, you know, yeah. when like I'm like, oh man, I need to go wash my yeah. gear. Whatever. I mean, I can tell from everyone that when we have a class that's super physical, everyone's like, oh man, we fucking worked hard. Yeah, that was, right. We really it's, did. It's that, the worst you know? right before when you're starting. Oh, I hate this. But right. then at the end, you're just like, well, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked hard. Exactly right. It's why I can never have an easy workout because I always go, oh, yeah. this is gonna be an easy day. And then every time I do that and I get up, I'm like, oh, this isn't too bad. We go harder. We go a little harder. Um. <laughs> Anyways, but um, so I do think for a lot of Aikido teachers and Aikido places, like adding some more physical stuff is probably a good idea. That being said, if you're killing a lot of your students, they're going to not want to come to class. You know what I mean? Meaning if you're pushing it so hard that it's like, fuck, dude, I'm uh, 72 and uh, my hip sucks and I can't make it to class doing that. Right. Yeah, I think you got to, there's got to be You got to know what, you got to see your audience and. And, and work with them with them because yeah they're not yeah you're, there are some people that are just not going to be able to do it that's and, right and that's fine and and it, you don't like I personally don't want to crush people's spirits because I I know that like if you want to do it and it's hard you're going to try to do it and then it's going to suck when you can't do it and you're yes. like and I'm maybe never going to be able to do this again so you know and that, yeah. that can be depressing so you got to watch out for stuff like that but in general like yeah it's good to have physical stuff people want to do a physical thing. Yeah, we tend to have uh, at least, or have in the past, at least one class a week or more that is just some sort of exercise movement something. Right. That we that that, um, and and it's a specific class. So it's if you don't want to, if you can't or don't, you don't have to come to it. But if you do, it's there, and uh, usually is is pretty varied in the type of stuff i mean sometimes it's we're just doing push-ups today guys or whatever yeah uh and then other times it's a lot more uh mobility kind of stuff so i think it's good too as an instructor if you do have that capability to run a class that's specifically just like a workout or you know some kind of uh, additional add-on that that does that that focuses on that like that's really good because there are a lot of students that the reason they come to a martial arts you know, a dojo is because they need that social aspect to, to encourage them to keep coming and to do physical things and that going to the gym isn't something that they're really comfortable with because it's 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 too singular or they feel, you know, whatever. They There's feelings about that. And so having a class where it's like, okay, come and work out, for a lot of people that would be just what they need to encourage them to get into better shape because they already know the people there and they already know the teacher and they're already coming to the dojo these many times a week, you know? So it's like, it's a, it's a nice um, thing to address if you have time for an extra class. I feel like that's perfect for, for the the kind of people that are coming to a dojo because they want that social And you can do things that are specific also, you know, you can specifically work on things that will benefit the students right you know. for sure and stuff also that they can take home with them and if they do feel comfortable like oh i, I do want to work on these things at home i can well so you that's know? the other thing you know like 
I do a series of stretches just about every night that I picked up from the classes that we do, and I do it every night on my own now, but I hadn't done it before, um, and that's just, I took it and, and took that on myself, so it is nice to have that kind of thing, too, where people yeah. can just be like, because otherwise, I'm not sure that I would have, I would have gone on my own and sought that out and, you know, looked yeah. at videos, like, I may have, but probably not. But to go, be able to go to class and then see, oh, these stretches, I, I, I feel that I need this, 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 when I'm doing this stretch, it sucks, so I'm going to do it more. Right, own, right, like right, right. Myself. I mean, I think it, the dojo is for a lot of people, or at least at some point in their time doing martial arts, it's their one resource, it's their one connection to physical stuff. Yeah. Because a lot of the, a lot of us start martial arts, like, because it's like, well, I don't want to go to the gym, but I do need something that encourages me to keep working out and you know right and so then but then it becomes your you know your resource for you know oh now I go to the workout class as well and they've told me I learned about this other martial art from my friends and I think I might try that too you know it it blossoms into all these I'd like to be a little stronger so I'm going to the gym on my own a little more too and it's I think yeah now that I know also what I need to do you know because it's like the value of the dojo as a resource center I think is really under underappreciated yeah. that's aside from what we're talking about but like being that resource for your students that are like oh i don't know you know yeah like giving them those other resources is super awesome yeah. okay guys we are at 40 minutes here so uh yeah anything any other uh, touch points that we haven't uh got to yet i think we kind of yeah like i feel like if you if you have the capability and the time like it never hurts to be in better shape than you're currently in that being said there's nothing wrong with also your your practice being the way that you get in shape and also that being said that should never stop somebody from coming doing the practice from doing the practice at whatever age or whatever physical level like something is always better than nothing you know even if you're not where you want to be like it's it, it always helps yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, and and also I think that, you know, also do, keeping in mind, because I, I think having said what I said at the very beginning of this podcast, um, you know, one of the things that probably is attractive about Aikido is that like, it's not, um, it's, it's not, ba- it's not physical, it's not based on a physical prowess, right? Like, yes. So uh, you, you don't have to go in there already pre, right. pre-yoked, right? right? right, right. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to, like, right? You could come in at whatever level you're at, and, and it's going to be okay, and there is something awesome about that as well. So, I mean, there is, when I started, and, you know, we talk about this a lot, uh, you know, it was, I was not, you know, I was not out of shape, but I definitely wasn't, um, you know, cap- as capable of moving and, and being alive in my body as I am. Now, had I gone to, you know, a uh, MMA class, a jiu-jitsu class, you know, that might have been a whole... A little too much. A little too much, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I had, you know, mm-hmm. when I was in uh, eighth grade and I was going to join wrestling one day, uh, you know, the, 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 the workout for it was so intense that I just quit because I was like, oh, I don't want to do... How so, about soccer, Josh? <laughs> yeah, same, same, same ideas. So the point being, <laughs> dude, I don't know, you saying like, that right now made me feel so much less bad about oh, yeah. being a kid in the past and being like, oh, physical education? Oh, thank you. <laughs> so 
there is something nice about the fact that it's not it's not while it is a physical thing it's not tied to yeah like it's not explicitly tied to physical prowess right it's not right. like broad jump or something right, where it's like right. that's all there is right, right. and 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 if you go into a typical class you're going to see a wide range of right. physicalities you know so you you're going to see you know old people you're going to see super fit people you're going to see less fit people and 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 that also is is nice and it gets back to one of the things that we've always talked about is that everyone should be able to enjoy it so. it's very welcoming yeah. yeah but at the same time like it allows you space to grow and yes foster a great right. relationship with your body you know in, yes. in your own way yeah correct all right okay, guys thanks to so, jared wilson yeah, for that that was a good that topic idea it was yeah. a good one um yeah i um, wonder what he will have to get with him and find out what he thinks about yeah about also um uh, i would just like to say to uh sennheiser i'm using your uh, hd 280 <laughs> headphones right now and i like them um uh, josh and maya don't have any though and so oh. if you'd like to send us a couple sets of uh do you think that any uh aikido practicing sennheiser never, representatives never, are listening no. to this listen podcast listen right up now? if if you if you if you're from sennheiser and and you like aikido right. just give me a call we'll hook it up <laughs> We'll hook it up. I know all about IKEA. Get you whatever you need. Yeah. Um, I, I'll also uh, go ahead and plug, and you guys are going to have to help me with all the details, but um, Chris was recently featured on a what, YouTube. Yeah, Rokas's, uh, Rokas's uh, his new channel. So so if you don't know Rokas, I, I would say his last name, but I'll murder it. It's uh, like Leo Leon uh, Vickis. Yeah. I, I probably murdered it. But you know who Rokas is. If y'all you do, y'all, y'all know, know Rokas. He's been around for a while now. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, he wanted to do an interview with me. And uh, we actually um, share a teacher. So uh, we're kind of Aikido siblings. Um and also similar ideas, you know, kind yeah. of like a black sheep in the family, like, oh, I'm going to go do something else. And everyone hates you for a minute. Um, so so I did an interview with him, and it's up on his uh, new channel, which is like called The Journey, I think. On YouTube. Um, so, yeah, you can yeah. check that out and check out his channel. There's some interesting stuff on there. Um, yeah. yeah. And we'll share it on Patreon and, and, then, and the IQ Discuss Facebook and, page if we haven't already. And I would say also uh, go to our uh, YouTube uh, channel as well for new videos that we're doing. Um, we just did one. Chris just put one out for um, a, a comparison of different weapon lengths in a kind of live setting, and it's really great. I get hit in the face a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, Josh uh, runs around and smashes her many times. Yes, it's it's awesome to watch, and I think it'll make clear lots of interesting stuff about weapons. Um, so yeah. Okay, there we go. We can uh, get on to this to our patrons now. Yeah, thank you so much to all of our patrons. You make it possible for us to keep doing this podcast. Um, thank you to Brad V, Spider Man in San Jose, The Hatchet Man, Brooke Ferragamo, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Ocon Ayrton, Jim Sullivan, Marcin Chiss, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Floor Hanawick. Uh, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Franz Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, Jim Gallant, Matt Riley, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. Damn, that's a long Thank list. You guys. Also, uh, a real um, uh, Christian, I, I can't remember his last name right now, but he's one of our listeners. Um, he asked about us doing a, an episode on um, uh, historical Aikido stuff, um, and so we're going to try and get an episode mm. up. Um, about that stuff okay. um, so so that should be our coming before too long yeah i yeah th- i talked to you guys about it. anyways yeah yeah all right yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> all um, right so uh, <laughs> chris is like we'll talk about that later. 
that's right. a that's a off the podcast right, subject. Right, right. <laughs> they don't need all the behind the scenes. That's guys. right. That's right. All right. Until next week, then. Yeah. yeah um, wait. Hold on. Oh, okay. oh, the tip of the week. Whoa, whoa, oh, we're messing whoa. it up. Everyone we're would probably life. cry if I didn't do the tip of the week. Very likely. It's valuable. Very likely. Um, no, but uh, if you're still in quarantine right now, now's the perfect time to get yourself in that physical get shape it? that sure. you've always wanted to be in. Um, and I'm saying this to call out myself because uh, there's things that I could be doing that I am not. Um, and so to keep push yourself. Ups. Yeah. Just do some push-ups. Push ups. All day long. Yep. Josh has been pretty good about oh, man, keeping I'll in shape. You so You can tell. Um, so that it does <laughs> oh. uh. bounce a quarter off those abs. <laughs> so, um, so keep yourself in that in that shape, so that when you go back to class, then you don't feel quite so bad about how yeah. you're how you're feeling uh, when you <laughs> get back on the mat. Um, if you're already yeah. back on the mat, um, if if something if that's something that you've been wanting to do that you feel like, oh man, I, I wish when I get on the mat that I was in better shape. Um, find a way to, you know, explore different avenues because there's plenty of ways that aren't just going to the gym and pumping That's iron yeah. that are, are that can get you in better shape. And so, you know, don't close off yourself to those other options because there's plenty of cool stuff right now out there to to get yourself in better shape. Um, yeah. All right. Now. Now now it's time to end the podcast. Oh, okay. Tell, all tell right. All right. Okay. We yeah. should have a little song that Josh sings to end the podcast. True. <laughs> we should. Go for it. No, I'm just kidding. All right. (laughs) Goodbye, guys. Bye.